What is that? Violent but deadly. Apologies, my tummy's bad from all the coffee. No, ew, get off. I meant that. Oh! Ooh, ew, that. It's a Mr. Mime. They're the worst. Silent but annoying. Does he recognize you? I think he recognizes you. Well, I was Harry's partner, so I would have been with him. <gasps> Harry's, Harry's informant is a Pokemon. Pokemon. Get him! Barely moving. Don't tell him that. Oh, he's on a bike. Come on, he thinks he's getting away. Look quick. Get in front of him. Cut him off. You can make it. Stop. Oh, no. He's going down hard, Tim. Should have worn a helmet. I hope he makes it. Come on. This is ridiculous. Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three, yes, count of one, two, three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. Who's that Pokemon? It's Vulpix. No, wait. It's Bill. Nice. <laughs> I do like Vulpix. Special guest star Adam used terrible Pokemon puns. It's super effective. Damn right it is. And... I see now that the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. Oh, and I'm Andy. Hey, Bill. You gave yourself a Mewtwo quote? <laughs> of course <laughs> hey, I did. Hey, Bill, guess who wrote the intros this week? <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Hi. What's up? Welcome to another episode of Tuning Japanese, where we talk about Japanese anime, and right now, during our summer viewing anime-related, slightly adjacent, or more clearly related, like this one, I would say. I didn't know we were still doing this show. <laughs> yeah, uh, can, can we take a second? Look, I'm sorry. I got busy. <laughs> can we take a second to apologize to our fans, perhaps? <laughs> All, I, like, ten of them that are left? You do what you want. <laughs> All right, fair. So, okay, yeah, we promised this episode, like, probably three weeks ago. Week one, um... Crazy storm hit the Midwest uh, with hurricane-esque winds. Uh, we, or der- a derecho. It? A derecho, right? Uh, the, the Spanish term for fucking up everyone's houses and trees. <laughs> Drate line, I believe, is what the... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. That means, yeah, that means direct or, or something like that. But, yeah, no, uh, we got hit with a derecho. <laughs> a hurricane hit Iowa. Yeah, a hurricane hit Iowa. And uh, I was out. I was without power for an exact week. Uh, so podcasting was completely out the window for that first week. Then work started again. So, uh, I've been working through COVID. Uh, so that's been fun. Adam moved. We'd planned this with Adam and Adam had moved. <laughs> yep. Damn it. So, <laughs> so, so that threw off like our last week plans. Uh, and yeah, uh, we're here finally to talk about our movie for our summer viewing this week, which is Detective Pikachu, if you couldn't tell from our intro. And the title. And the... 
I guess if you clicked on the podcast. Bill, maybe they're just doing like a binge of our show. They just listen like three episodes in a row and they don't even know what it's going to be. Well, you also mentioned that that I'm coming on the show to talk about Detective Pikachu, so. <sighs> Shut up, Adam. It's uh, true. <laughs> as long as as long as there's not a quiz, I'll be fine. New Hampshire over there's got a point. <laughs> I would never give a quiz on a show with you on it, you, Adam. You would never give a quiz ever. I would never. I would never ever give a again. Quiz. Ever again is. All right. Um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes in about. 30, 40 minutes from now. But anywho. Toby. Uh, <laughs> good, good guess. Good guess. <laughs> if Topoy's in this movie, I missed it. Um, hey, this is the part of the show where we talk about things that are going on in the nerd community. We call it nerd news. And, uh, Bill. Yep. I think we got some sad nerd news. Do you want to, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, yes, we can talk about the Sadner news, although I suppose at this point it's old Sadner. I mean, it's still fresh enough. We lost, uh, we lost Black Panther, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Guess he, um, he passed away from, uh, colon cancer, I believe, right? I believe yeah. it was. He yep. had a, a long bout with it for Four oh, years. quite a while. Yeah. But from before he was Black Panther, as I recall. Yes. Right. So he was putting on that muscle, losing it to play... James Brown and then putting it back on. Mm-hmm. I had to sit on a stool to cook going through that stuff. I, I can't imagine working out, acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's keeping it hidden. I mean, not even just that, but just a demanding schedule of being thrust into something like a Marvel movie that puts you into so much into mainstream. And then, well, yeah, it wasn't a quiet, introspective piece where he was just like sitting and monologuing. It was no, it's demanding. And then, like the schedule of like promoting that has to be demanding. And you know, being, you know, like one of the saddest parts about the whole thing is just him being such a role model for so many kids of color, right? That. Didn't have never really had a superhero like that before to look up to on the big screen. Yeah, I mean, Rhodey's great and all, but they didn't give him enough time to to be the right the main character. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Sad sort of news that we just heard. Uh, that by the time this comes out, I mean, it'll be you know getting close to about a week ago, I guess. Maybe maybe a little bit less, but um, definitely really sad news there. Um, I think worth mentioning. Uh, I, I guess my qu- my question is. Were they weren't they planning or working on? Were they either planning or working on a sequel to Black Panther? Uh, they I don't know if they were working, but they've announced it. I mean, mm-hmm. they, there's a logo at very least. It's, it was part of the next phase. Do they stop production on that? Do you think out of respect? Do they do they pull like a Princess Leia and CG? Do they do they recast? Like just just curious. I know I know it, like it's hard to say. I was gonna I was gonna ask because I was I was gonna see what you guys thought. There's been a call online to instead of recasting the role. Going like a next generation situation and, and making her, making the, the sister character whose name I'm blanking on right now. Shuri. Uh, yeah, making Shuri the, the new Black Panther. Well, she was Black Panther in the comics. So there you go. Oh. You yeah. know, she, she took over the mantle and actually kicked T'Challa out of Wakanda. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just don't know how you make that jump respectfully. Yeah. Or without it being clunky. I mean, you could, you could go the route of, um, like the CG route or, or or something, just for to have him in there for small bits. Maybe maybe you just you you put it like kind of in midi erase and just kind of have her in the role, and we just get little bits of flashbacks of like that hint at how she got this role, and just kind of focus in on her as the the main character. I really liked 
that character in the movie. Um, Me too. I, I, certainly, I, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I didn't read a lot of Black Panther. Uh, my understanding of Black Panther in the comics is is very limited. But as far as the movie goes, I thought the actress did a good job, and the character was really compelling. Now, I have two other thoughts. I guess two or neither one means anything. But the the heart shaped herb is gone. Remember, Killmonger destroyed it. Mm-hmm. He took it and he destroyed it, so she wouldn't be able to get the physicality of the Black Panther. But being the super genius she is, maybe we kind of have a Shuri as Black Panther slash Ironheart situation where she makes a Black Panther suit. That'd be really neat, actually. And then the other thought I had was there is somebody else that's taken the heart shaped herb, Killmonger. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate a face turn from him. Yeah, no, another another compelling character. I, you know, I all the characters in Black Panther were were fascinating to me. I, I really yeah, I enjoyed mean, them. He was a bad guy that was right. Mm-hmm. What if? They they put like a just a title card on the screen that says something about uh, T'Challa had to go back to his home planet, and then you see <laughs> him up out of frame, and they just take a picture of him and just. <laughs> oh God, no! T'Challa, uh, T'Challa died on the way back to his home planet. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> so sad. You know, I suppose, I guess it's not based off of that, but for whatever reason, you're saying that inspired it. I suppose there's no reason they couldn't mocap somebody else in the Black Panther suit mm. and then have whatever's going to happen happen. Right. You wouldn't need yeah. to CG uh, Chadwick Boseman that much because you could just CG the suit. Right. Yeah, you totally could. And have whatever whatever's going to happen happen. Right. Well, that'd be really interesting. Um, I mean, there, there's there's a lot of options. I don't. I mean, that movie made a huge amount. It'd be uh, very surprising if they just scrapped Black Panther entirely. Yeah. yeah, no, I would I would be really shocked by that. Yeah. Any other any other thoughts on that or any last words before we move on? I did find out that uh, the one thing I was really touched by, um, I suppose there were a few um, young children that were people of color that he had been in contact with as he filmed the movie, and they were um, sick children in the same sort of way. Oh, that's... And he was kind of keeping, you know, they they were hanging on to see the movie because he was, you know, oh. they wanted to see him as a hero. So, oh my gosh, um, I didn't really hear an end of that if they made it or, but I guess right, he had he had made those connections. That's awesome. That's super cool. Oh, it's very cool. It's very cool. Seems like he was a super cool dude. It's a it's a shame. Life cut way too short. Mm-hmm. It's only forty three, right? Yeah. No, that's that's crazy to think. All right, well, uh, anything else nerd news-wise that we want to cover, or should we just kind of start talking about Pokemon? I got nothing else. Nope. All right, neither do I. So uh, let's jump in, and uh, before we talk about the movie Detective Pikachu, uh, I just want to start with maybe a brief sort of like quick history on your history with the Pokemon franchise, and I'm going to start with Bill. Hi. Bill, Hi. Uh, tell, <laughs> tell the fans, God, you get me every time with that. Tell the fans uh, a little bit about your history, your thoughts on Pokemon as a, as a property. You and me played Red and Blue when they came out, uh, linking our color DSs, or not, mm-hmm. don't, our color Game Boys, I should say. Yes. Is that code? No. No, it's not. <laughs> it is absolutely not code. <laughs> that was primarily what we did on that trip to Arkansas, was play Pokemon. Yep. We played so much Pokemon and listened to so much Rob Zombie and Metallica. And Iron Maiden. And Iron Maiden, yes. Yes. And really, that's kind of where 
I played a little bit of the card game, but that's really where my involvement ended. As your kind of connection with anime, your connection obviously with Pokemon kind of mirrors that a little bit. You know, you've you played the the original stuff. You know, kind of like how you watch like the real good anime. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you ever watch any of the cartoon? A little bit. It was. It just happened to be on at the right time for me to have the TV on in the morning. Okay. Um. So I did watch some of it. I. I mean, I've heard the theme song. I vaguely remember Pikachu being ketchup obsessed. Oh, I forgot. Why did I forget that he's ketchup obsessed? Why is that the only thing I remember? That's that's amazing. You stole that from me. I kept waiting for the ketchup to show up in the movie. It didn't. Instead, it was coffee, as we'll talk about. Right. Lots of coffee. So. That's your history, Bill. Let's turn over to our special guest, Adam. Adam, uh, you chose this particular movie to join us for. What are what's some of your history and memories and connections to Pokemon? I also started on. I'm pretty sure it was red. I don't think it was blue. I'm pretty sure it was red. That's the right answer, by the way. I distinctly, I distinctly remember going to my parents played in this uh, in this band, and I distinctly remember sitting up in like one of the balconies in the theater. While they were playing a concert and just fucking playing Pokemon during this concert, <laughs> going through <laughs> going through Pallet Town and whatnot, nice. Um, I never really got into the card game because I didn't have anyone to play with. Um, but then when I started, uh, when I thought I was going to be a teacher, uh, I was in childcare. That was when the cartoon was big and all the kids were mm-hmm. watching the cartoon and collecting stuff. And so I started watching the cartoon. I have the soundtrack album to the cartoon in my yes. in my iTunes on my phone. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and then I fell out of it for a while, and then I had a kid, and the kid got hooked on it, so now I'm back. And Pokemon Go is my main uh, outlet of Pokemoning right now. Nice! Uh, Pokemon Go is fantastic. Uh, I, I don't play it as much as some other people do, but um, I do definitely um, spend some time on there. Yeah, so like, is your kid into like Pokemon Go, or are they into like the cartoon? I think I turned him onto the cartoon on, on Netflix and got nice. him starting to watch that. And uh, he saw, he watched... Emily and I playing Pokemon Go and decided to start creating his own Pokemon Go on his pretend phone. <laughs> That's adorable. And we'll go for we'll go for Pokemon hunts and he'll he'll we'll get home from places and he go, Now we're gonna have a battle and he just he goes, <laughs> I'm this peak Pokemon and, and he chooses your Pokemon for you and tells <laughs> you how his Pokemon will beat your Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that actually tracks. I don't know why, but that just that just tracks for some reason. I don't know how. I play role-playing games that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so I guess, you know, I, I think I probably have the mo- most, maybe most extensive history of Pokemon. I don't know. I guess I stream it all the fucking time. <laughs> just a little. Like, you mean here or at all? Because No, like, no, like, the, well, I don't know. Between the three of us. Um, yes, no question. <laughs> so, so, so as Bill said, Bill and I started, um, playing on the Game Boy, playing Pokemon Red. Um, I went from there. I did pick up Pokemon Yellow, uh, although at the time I was very anti Pikachu. I don't know why. Um, so I, I took Pikachu, which is the whole reason to have Pokemon Yellow, and I put him in the box as soon as I could, and I didn't <laughs> take him out <laughs> the entire game. So, what you're saying is Pikachu is your Roman Reigns? Basically, yes. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> So you were you were not interested in Pikachu's abilities, but oddly turned on by him. Uh, yeah, basically, no, no, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> uh so yeah, I I uh, I played that, and then I definitely played through Pokemon Gold, which was still still to this day like probably my third favorite Pokemon game. Love that game. 
So, and then I, I kind of stopped with Pokemon for a little while. I didn't play the ones on the Game Boy Advance, partly because I didn't own a Game Boy Advance. Uh, got back into it in, on my Nintendo DS by playing Pokemon Diamond. And then I stopped again, because then I didn't play Pokemon Black or Black and White 2. And then picked it up again with Pokemon uh, X and Y. And then I've played every game since then. I, I, you know, as you know, I stream on twitch.tv slash lemonnerdboy. Uh, and I'd say about 75% of my content is Pokemon content. Whether I'm doing Nuzlocke challenges, whether I'm doing um, run-throughs and, and playing uh, Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield. 75%? Okay, maybe like 85%. Because <laughs> I, I do play the occasional, like, random Don't shit game. your pants. Yeah, don't, like, don't shit your <laughs> pants. <laughs> Go find that, because that was something. That was a good day. It's still on my VOD. And then you played sure. the Colonel Sanders game. I did, I never beat after it. After a I, year I, of me I, telling I, you to play it. I did play it, finally, though. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot to mention that I did buy the boy the uh, Let's Go Pikachu. Oh, nice! Which is which is very fun to play with a five year old who can't read because you have to <laughs> tell him everything that it says on the screen. <laughs> uh, I've role played with that guy too. Um, <laughs> so no, I, I same watched the, guy. Yeah, same same guy. No, um, I, I watched the cartoon Will, who was uh, from. The former uh, Pwn Stars, who was part of the network at one point, he and I went to go see the the uh, Pokemon, the first movie in theaters as teenagers, and that was embarrassing, but it was fun. Because you cried. Uh, yeah, basically. I, I still remember taking my lunch breaks at high school and going to Burger King to get the kids meal to get the, the golden Pokemon cards. Yes. And the big metal balls. I have no idea where the cards are, but my kid still, ha- my kid found one of the big pokeballs that it came in and uses that's it awesome. to store anything and everything he can fit in that's <laughs> unbelievable i choose you chicken nugget <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i mean we've we've reviewed pokemon generations here on the on the channel on the show uh you know like pokemon is just a huge part of my of my life so uh, i was very excited when we decided we were going to do the detective pikachu movie and talk about it today as a live action version of the Pokemon franchise uh, that is based off of a game, uh, not just regular Pokemon, obviously, we know that, um, but is there was actually a game released in Japan in 2016 for the Nintendo 3DS called Detective Pikachu, where you play as the, the main character, Tim, uh, Tim Goodman, and work with your father's former Pikachu, Detective Pikachu, to solve crimes, uh, which... Will sound very familiar for anyone who has watched the film. Uh, so it wasn't released in the United States until uh, later in 2018, two years later. Uh, obviously, in part to help promote the movie that had already been announced that was coming out on May 10th of 2019. Um, I've played this video game. Of course, you have. Of course, I have. Not um, It's not a great game. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's fun. Like I never beat it, but it's fun. It's it's definitely very different because. You're solving mysteries and you're you're picking up clues, so it kind of feels something like a Phoenix Wright, like Ace Attorney kind of game. I smell a Twitch stream coming up. You know, I I, I would do it, but um, it's on a 3DS, and 3DS emulation is so hard to find, uh, as well as the fact that like I just I they're like actually connecting your 3DS to a computer is a nightmare and costs a bajillion dollars. But no, it's 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 fun enough. It's it's definitely a little childish, um, but it was enjoyable for what it was. It, I like the humor of it. The movie itself was directed by Rob Letterman, who also did some of the screenplay for it. Uh, he's kind of an up and coming 
director. He hasn't done a lot of stuff. Uh, he's best known for a lot of other children's type movies. So he did Monsters vs. Aliens, Shark Tale, Goosebumps, and Gulliver's Travels. Uh, he was involved in all those projects. So again, kind of a director and writer for more modern kids' stories uh, and movies. Monsters vs. Aliens wasn't that bad, actually. I've not seen that one. Uh, what, okay, yeah. so I, I was is is there like what's the plot aside from just the, the title? <laughs> kind of like is there more? To so it than there just are the these title? monsters, right? <laughs> and there are these aliens, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. It's like Alien versus Predator, but for kids. Oh, it's uh, that's Alien versus Alien. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, this woman on her wedding day gets hit by a space rock, becomes fifty foot tall. <laughs> okay, her name. Uh, the United States government takes her into custody, revealing that they have a program where they capture and contain monsters. One is supposed supposedly the the blob. One's kind of an of a Godzilla type. One's kind of a Bigfoot Gilman type. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's a big cockroach dude. And when oh, aliens, I'm glad attack... you said roach, roach, <laughs> <laughs> roach. cockroach. <laughs> When aliens attack the planet, uh, the general's like, hey, I have all these monsters. We should use them to fight the aliens. Okay. And hilarity ensues. What's that superhero movie that stars uh, Tim Allen? Is that uh, uh, Sky High? <laughs> Is it Sky High? I don't know. I just saw I that. Don't, I don't either. I just saw that recently, and it made, for some reason, and it made me think of that. I don't know why. It's not connected, but it just like flashed me back to how terrible that movie was. Anywho. Uh, it kind of a, a decent cast in this film. Um, they definitely spared no expense on some of these on some of the actors. Uh, obviously, most notably, Ryan Reynolds taking on the role of Detective Pikachu, which at the time, you know, in 2019, was a little there was a little it was a little jarring because he was obviously coming off of his roles on Deadpool and Deadpool Two, most notably. Talking about an actor that uh, loses and gains weight for roles, man, that was impressive. <laughs> To the point, to the point where I, I specifically remember when the trailer for this was released, mm-hmm. that nobody believed it was real. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Also, also, were you talking about Galaxy Quest? No, that's that's no? another okay. really terrible movie. The one no, that's like, actually good. I like Galaxy Quest. The one where he trains the kids. I think that is Sky High. I think it might be Sky High. <laughs> Anywho, wild wild hogs. No. Are you just looking up his IMDb page? Maybe. Okay. Uh, anywho, Ryan Reynolds. Selling cocaine? Detective <laughs> Pikachu. Oh, Lord, we're off the rails all the time. Uh, Justin Smith plays the role of Tim Tim Goodman, uh, our title character in the story. Well, I mean, not our title character. Our title character is Detective Pikachu, I suppose. But our main character, our protagonist, aside from Detective Pikachu. Um, we have uh, Catherine Newton, who plays the role of Lucy Stevens. We'll talk about all these characters in more detail when we get into the story itself. Bill Nye plays uh, Howard Clifford, the the villain of the film. <gasps> what? Spoiler? Oh, spoiler! Sorry. Uh, no, he's he's a, he's a gentle old man who who does great God. things. I I adore Bill Nye. Yeah, he is so amazing. <laughs> it he is, is a, he is a science guy in this movie. <laughs> it is tr- no, you're right. Absolutely true. Uh, and then the other one of note is uh, Ken Watanabe, who plays Lieutenant Hyde Yoshida. Uh, and then obviously there's a bunch of other more minor roles throughout this. Ken Watanabe especially was too good for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that. Hey, speaking of speaking of too good, what would you guess the uh, Rotten Tomato score is for this particular film? 
probably oh. pretty high, actually. Um, it's a percentage, right? It's yeah, percentage let's say 75%. All right, Bill says 75%. This is the price is right. Uh, Adam! <laughs> the first number that popped into my head was 88%. The closest, without going over, is... Andy's oh, you've all overbid. Like <laughs> you've all overbid. No, it's actually 68%. So Bill was closest. Well, like, I was half right. Uh, 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's disappointing. What do I got to do to add a percentage point? <laughs> nice. 6.6 uh, <laughs> 6 on IMDb. Um, what do you get to add 0. 0.06 on that? Uh, so, uh, the movie had a $150 million budget, which makes sense because this movie is chock full of CG. Yeah, special mm-hmm. effects, is it's an effect fest. Oh, it is. And yet, in, if you listen to, I have the Blu-ray with uh, a thing they call detective mode. Yes. Where the where the detect director comes on and says, "Now we couldn't afford to do all the Pokemon." <laughs> <laughs> they did a good job, though. We'll talk about no, uh, some of our favorite Pokemon in a bit because there's like 800 of them now. <laughs> True. No, that's that's accurate. We talked about that in my stream last night because I couldn't remember how many poke fucking Pokemon there were. But anywho, yeah, it was 150 million dollar budget. Uh, they made 144 million in America alone, and altogether worldwide grossed 433 million. Dollars, so it was a success. Yep, definitely a box office success, I would say. So we're getting a sequel soon, I assume. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I would absolutely watch Detective Pikachu too. Super good. I don't know how he would become Detective Pikachu again. Spoiler. We'll talk. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I really, I'm really bad at the spoilers today. So yeah, that's uh, that's a basic background on uh, some things about the film. There, uh, I did open opening weekend started on May 10th, 2019. It could it could be like a buddy cop movie with Tim and his dad. I'd be okay with that. Also, I just looked it up on Metacritic. This has a 53. Oh God, that's sad. That is sad. It's t- so much better than that. Speaking of, uh, I want to start with. Usually, I wait till the very end to ask this question, but since for this episode, we're not going to do a chronological like play by play of the film. uh, Instead, I think what we're going to do is we're just going to kind of talk about certain aspects of it. And I'm going to start with the question I usually ask at the end, which is overall kind of thoughts about the movie, just kind of general, like opening comments about things that you really liked or didn't, you know, you mentioned the low rating on Metacritic. You know, one of the things I think that maybe led to that potentially is People oftentimes are very down on video game adaptations brought yeah. to movies. Because there are some really shitty ones. You know, it all started... Those ones are my favorite ones. <laughs> I love Super Mario Brothers. I'm not surprised. I love Street Fighter. Okay, I forgot about Street Fighter. I, I kind of enjoyed Street Fighter too. Street Fighter the movie is amazing. <laughs> it's not bad. Street Fighter wasn't bad. Um, I didn't people... hate the Mortal Kombat franchise. No, the Mortal Kombat franchise was great, in my opinion. I have both of those on DVD as well. Yeah. So... I guess we're more the target audience for these movies. Then. <laughs> what? No. What? Uh, no. But typically, internet nerds with a podcast. What? No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> typically, though, people are kind of down on these on these films, uh, and you know, sometimes for good reason. You know, I, I'm sure I, we can name some that are actually kind of atrocious. I just want to open up with what are your general sort of like thoughts about this as a video ad- a video game adaptation, an adaptation of a series that is so beloved. That, you know, to take it away from the cartoon that, and you know, and the, and the animated movies that everyone is used to, to put into live action. What are some of your just general thoughts about the way that they approached this movie? I was just going to say, I think everything, for everything that Super Mario Brothers did wrong, 
in terms of straying away from the source material, I feel like this game did right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie, rather, did 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 right. The movie itself is fucking beautiful. It is a gorgeous oh, God, film. Yes. Uh, the 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 integration of the Pokemon into the into the real world is done fabulously. The the backgrounds and the sets with the cities and all that is just gorgeous. And so, like I said, they 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 were able to integrate this in a way that it didn't feel tacked on. It didn't feel like a gimmick. It mm-hmm. didn't feel like it's a crime thriller with Pokemon. Yeah, uh, it it just it just felt really just kind of natural, and it all kind of it flowed all flowed together really well. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Bill, what do you think? It was incredibly bizarre. <laughs> and it should should not have worked as well as it did. Yeah, no, bizarre is a good word. Um, it yeah. did. It's maybe the best uh, video game movie ever made. And for some weird fran- weird spinoff of a franchise to be made into a movie that just makes no sense. Like, I mean, it does, <laughs> but on paper, it doesn't make any sense. The game doesn't make any sense on paper. Yeah, yeah, a world a world in which you capture living beings and then force them to battle for your entertainment and to become the master of this sport like not, not, but one, of, of, but one of them is your police dog one of them is your dad's <laughs> police dog uh-huh. that's weird like that i'm not even saying pokemon is weird because it is but i'm not even saying that i'm saying detective pikachu is fucking weird mm-hmm. <laughs> and, no and, and, and to play off of that one of the things that makes detective pikachu so unique from the rest of the series because again, it's 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 dog fighting. Like it's dog fighting the cute the cute cartoon yeah. and video game. But in this world, like especially with the setting of Rhyme City, you know, they they give this conceit that like Rhyme City is a place where humans and Pokemon live in harmony with one another, where it's it's where you don't see these Pokemon battles, where, you know, that's kind of outlawed, where if you want to see a Pokemon battle, you gotta go to an underground Pokemon fighting arena, as we see in one of the, the scenes. first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about. Fight oh, Club. sorry, it's a, the first rule of Pokemon Fight Club is you don't talk about. <laughs> I, I forgot. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that 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 rule, like of the city, that like they just kind of live together, is so different. It again, it's bizarre. You take the thing that the games were built on, you know, seizure monster cockfighting, <laughs> and. Then just like get rid of it, like oh no, this is fucking terrible. We don't do this. Yeah, yeah, like the one town with a conscience. <laughs> Again, it's just fucking bizarre. That that's what brings the life to this movie because you that those first shots when you're in Rhyme City and you like you get those aerial shots where it's overhead and they kind of go along the city streets near the beginning, like after our introduction, right where you know we get the Cubone scene and him trying to catch Cubone, which is hilarious, and we could talk about that later. But like you just see all of these Pokemon and it's fucking and dark. He, it is dark. Oh. <laughs> and we'll get there. But like the, the the fact that like you have this vibrant city and obviously they do it so that way nerds like me can be like, oh my God, there's no duo. Oh my God, there's Charizard. Oh my God. You know, like I'm making like these calls of like all these different Pokemon. But at the same time, that visual storytelling with the setting does so much to like help us understand how the, how different this world is. Like strange as it is, like that that opening visual of the city is so powerful for understanding like where we're going in this movie. Agreed. There's a lot of really good filmmaking techniques put to play. Yeah. Like better ones than should have been in a fucking detective Pikachu movie. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. That, that's kind of my thought too. Like I was kind of thinking the same thing that, that this is, 
Like it's it's beautiful. Like it's it's stunning. Like like everything about like the interaction between Pokemon and humans. Like I don't know what they did with the CGI, how they made this work so seamlessly. And those interactions between them. The you know like one scene in particular that like really stands out to me is the first scene where the uh, the chemical, which I cannot remember the name of it, the one like kind of chemical gas thing. Yeah. Does anyone remember what that's even called? I can't recall. Uh, fusion farts. <laughs> <laughs> it's R something. Yeah, it was R something. I yeah, where that's released and it uh like the monkeys the was it apom? I think it was apom. Yes, they were. Yep. They they're infected by this gas, and then you get this long extended chase scene between uh <laughs> Tim Goodman, Pikachu, and these crazy jacked up Pokemon who are on crack, uh, and. <laughs> Yes, it is. It is just called R. Okay, R. R gas. R gas. That's right. So far, yeah, yeah. So basically, R gas. Anyway, it's uh... (laughs) nice. Did did the R stand for rocket? Oh, it's intimated. It's never. It's never specifically said, but I think that's the that's. I didn't even think about that. The the Easter egg, as it were. That's awesome. No, that's so cool. That would totally be a scheme that like Jesse and James would try to use here except like a little way, too technical i said that was way too successful for them yeah maybe yeah, more right. of a giovanni plan but anywho yeah. um yeah but that, that whole scene where like there's a chasing going on uh you know and just how again you you mentioned it bill like the the filmmaking techniques right the camera work the the high action like sort of thing like everything like and then ending that scene with the comedy when he's like running out of the alleyway screaming about the pokemon chasing him and they just kind of walk out and he's not wearing pants and yes like, as, every- as he has slowly lost almost all his clothing during the chase <laughs> going to- it's it, it's brilliant you know what it reminded me and this is kind of a kind of a um a deep cut i suppose but you're gonna get it mm-hmm. it reminded me very heavily of the um the scorpions in the first Dresden novel. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That that whole fight scene and the yes. escape scene. It really reminded me of that. Heavily. Yes, I I would agree with that. That's uh, you know, it's 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 action packed. It's the it's choreographed. It's detailed. It's you know, beat by beat. It it just works. So like that's just one scene in particular for me that I think encapsulates. Just how good this movie could be when it, like you said, it has no right to be. <laughs> since we're talking about scenes, um, I guess my next question is, since we're not doing a scene by scene, what were some of your favorite scenes from the Detective Pikachu movie? The first time I, the first time I watched the movie, the first thing that really came to me to, to say, oh, I, uh, this is, this is going to be something that, that I enjoy on multiple levels was, <laughs> In the in the office when when Tim meets with Lucy the first time and we discover mm-hmm. that Lucy has a Psyduck and Pikachu's freaking out about the Psyduck because it's going to make them all explode and Psyduck's freak and Psyduck's freaking out because of the Pikachu because Pikachu can talk to Tim and Pikachu just goes Serenity now Serenity now and I'm like there's Seinfeld in this world <laughs> of course there's Seinfeld there's there's it's it's a Ryan Reynolds like you know some of those things were probably ad libbed. <laughs> but yeah, no, that that's a great scene. The you know the Psyduck, you know, for looking at Pokemon, you know, that really stand out in this film. I think definitely, obviously, the foil here to the like you know like the sort of like opposite side of looking at like the partner Pokemon. You know, you've got Pikachu who is autonomous and can speak and communicate. Then you've got the Psyduck who's just literally 
just a fucking Psyduck and doesn't really, <laughs> doesn't really add much else aside from that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think he added so much levity to this movie. Psyduck though, possibly my favorite character from the cartoon. Okay. Interesting. I didn't even ask that. <laughs> uh, I know Bill's answer. I mentioned it already. I, I guess, I guess everybody could probably guess that one. Yeah. That, that, it's bull picks. Uh, and then obviously for me, it's, it's, uh, it's Bileplume. But anywho. So yeah, no, that, that's a great scene. I love that. Like just, just the absurdity of that is, is ridiculous. Bill, did you have a scene that like stood up? The giant mountain turtle things waking oh, up. Oh, the really torteras. Cool. Yeah, it was like um a little inceptiony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the landscapes turning around and grinding against each other and yeah. mm-hmm. and that was really action packed. Oh yeah. So yeah. like no, just the way that they revealed that was just gorgeous. Because they they laying the seeds to it earlier on when they see them in the pods and like they're mm-hmm. doing these experiments. And then, yeah. yeah. They're supposed to be huge, but those things just look regular. Uh-huh. <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah, no. And that, that comes after already, like, another intense action scene with the, uh, uh, oh, with the frog Pokemon that I can't think of what they're called. Uh, <laughs> are that yeah. they're supposed to be a frogs? Was yes. The Greninja? The Greninjas, yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're frogs. Uh, they're like frog ninjas. Oh, yeah, cause they said something about using their tongue as a, a scarf or something. Yeah, they, they wear their tongue around their neck. So they're battle toads? Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> they just re-released a, a new version of that. I hear it's not bad. I gotta check that at some point. But anywho, um, yeah, no, that scene is awesome. Like you, you get through the end of the with the Greninjas, and then like you think everything's like like they're safe, and then the land, like you said, like it's super Inception. Yeah, that that was one thing that kind of got me though. I was like, when they started talking about the, and even t- to return to it now, they started talking about those frogs, and I was like, I don't, I don't understand what they are or where they are or why that's a problem or. Yes. Yeah. That's probably more of a me and my expectations of it than the general flaw of the movie. Well, I think there there are moments where I think they need to work on narrative telling, like storytelling. Like obviously they're showing like like this place is doing experiments, you know. We we know that um you know, kind of like in the original Pokemon movie, there's that sort of homage using um using Mewtwo, obviously, as the kind of the expected big bad like when you think of pokemon yeah. like I, I don't care like what pokemon like you started with like mewtwo is the bad like big bad pokemon right and to have like you know him being experimented on and how that sort of like you know like he's really actually not that bad you know kind of like changing the dynamic of like making him feel almost uh more sympathetic even than he was in the original cartoon uh, movie where he was again being experimented on like that whole scene almost feels very much like the uh, Pokemon the first movie when he breaks free from the lab in that movie at the beginning there just like we see in the beginning of this one yep and if you know anything about Pokemon even even as much as I know you know that Mewtwo is a big deal oh yeah you know no matter what role he plays he it's a powerful one and and Mm -hmm. Mewtwo doesn't show up and not change everything yeah yeah absolutely So, talking about scenes, um, I want to talk about one of my favorite scenes. Uh, so, the fucking Mr. Mime. <laughs> that was crazy. Alright, so, so, those of you who know Pokemon, you know, already, I've always thought that Mr. Mime is a creepy Pokemon. Yeah. Like, the, like, okay, Pokemon has done some weird shit, and, and people <laughs> give a lot of flack to the later games, and be like, oh, there's a fucking keychain Pokemon. But if you look at the original 150, there are some duds in there too, right? <laughs> like, like, oh, it's a Pokeball, but it has eyes. Or like, oh, it's a fucking mime. <laughs> so 
in the film, there's a scene where they're doing some detective work, and then all of a sudden, out from this, go ahead. What? What? What's What's your being for the Voltorb, dude? Voltorb is the stupid <laughs> one of the stupidest designed Pokemon of all time. One of the dumbest, and its evolve form is just a bigger Pokeball. I wanted you to <laughs> use that Pokemon so bad when you were playing. No, I wasn't going to use the Voltorb that you made me name Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, don't forget Shuckle, who is definitely not stolen from Super Mario Brothers. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh my God! So and and why was he named Benoit? Because he commits suicide. Anywho, so um, <laughs> and kill and take people out with him. Um, <laughs> that was probably the worst, one of the worst things you've ever done. Um, <laughs> Hey, you know, we got to get a wrestling wow. content in here for Adam. <laughs> hey, Bill, Bill already said something about a heel turn, so. No, it's, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, we, we still just haven't gotten our one Excel Saga reference yet. Uh, so, <laughs> um, anywho, so the Mr. Mime scene, when they're they're walking down this alleyway and this door opens and out walks a fucking Mr. Mime. Like, the first, my first reaction was, because, of course, I saw the previews and Mr. Mime was, like, involved in the previews, too. But I saw that. And I'm like, oh, God, this is going to get weird. <laughs> and it does, because, like, mm-hmm. again, you get, like, the zany hijinks of, like, okay, he's a mime, but he's a powerful mime that's able to make, like, invisible walls and shit. So, like, at one point, he literally boxes himself up in a wall, like, in a, in a cube, and Tim has to, like, break into it. And when he breaks into it, like, there's just, like, a funny, there's, like, Three Stooges shit, where, like, he, like, hits his head on the invisible wall. He gets in there, and he, the guy, the, the mime won't give him the clue so he takes an invisible can of gasoline (laughs) he starts pouring the gasoline on the mr mime who is panicking (laughs) he locks the mr mime in the room covered in gasoline and pours a trail of it lights an imaginary match to which the mr mime blows out lights another one blows it out and then fucking burns the Mr. Mime to death, right? Like, that's what happens, right? Yeah, he's he's straight Pretty up much. dead, right, at the end, right? Like, that mime dies. I, I think this, so. I, I think so, yeah. I said that to my wife watching it. I was like, it, he's dead, right? I mean, <laughs> that's the takeaway, right? Kind of, kind of relating to what I was talking about. This is this is one of those things. It's a, ostensibly this is a kids movie, <laughs> ostensibly. Right. But there is so much weird shit for grownups where you're just like, yep, huh? But this is when this is when you both appreciate and also feel sorry for for Justice Smith uh-huh. have, for doing that, basically alone in a room. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good acting, though. Oh yeah, that's. A, I, 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 speaking of the uh, the the detective mode on the Blu-ray, there was one point where he was talking about filming the scenes with uh, with Lucy and talking about these are my favorite scenes because I actually get to talk to another person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to make acting like ten times easier when there's another person to actually act right. with. <laughs> so since we're talking about characters, you mentioned like uh, Psyduck as your favorite Pokemon character from this. Uh, Bill, do you have a favorite Pokemon character? Like, an actual Pokemon character? From this movie From this movie, yes. Yes. You know, it, it's hard to pick a favorite one. I, I, obviously, Ryan Reynolds is gold, so just him being <laughs> Pikachu is is probably the best one, but that's the most boring mm-hmm. answer. Look, I yeah. think I think we all know Bill most solely identifies with the Snorlax that was asleep in the middle of the crosswalk. <laughs> uh, I also liked uh, Ken Watanabe's Bulldog thing. 
Oh, oh, yes. Snubble? The, yeah. the, the Grant or Granbull or Snubble, I can't remember which version it was, but yes, 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 the Snubble. That one, that one kind of cracked me up too. It's so cute, but it also looks so grumpy. <laughs> oh yeah, it's super grumpy, absolutely, and it's, it was also very adorable. I I love that. That was that was fantastic. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I really, really enjoyed the Charizard in the battle arena. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That was, again, another crazy action scene that worked super well. Uh, like, the whole setup of it, of, like, Pikachu had fought that Charizard before <laughs> and yeah. beaten it up. Like, had won. By the way, and... Pikachu Pikachu kind of needing a little blue chew during that fight scene. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I thought it was more of a Metamucil thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we get more of that uh, that Agent R, or whatever it's called, the, the R yep. gas... And uh, it, it it causes the Charizard to go, to go crazy, and that that whole scene where like it starts going crazy, and that, Ryan Reynolds is just like, is "Get me out of here! Get me out of here!" And it's just it was so good. And you get like you get that little bit of a nod to like Pokemon battling. He's like, "All right, I know all about Pokemon battling, you know, because like he grew up idolizing and wanting to, you know, be a Pokemon trainer before he gave up that dream." And he's like. You know, like you should know Iron Tail and like Thunderbolt and all this, and it's just like, but like Ryan Reynolds to Pikachu is just like juking around, throwing fists, and like, <laughs> yep. It's all so, I do is drink coffee. It's so ridiculous. Speaking speaking of which, uh, I I love I love that scene for for that just because it's it's just so engaging visually because there's just mm. so much going on with the oh, DJ yeah. and the yep. all the Pokemon, all the people are on the outside of the cage. Plus, we, we get to see, I think it's one of only, like, two actual evolutions in the movie when when the ever-useless Magikarp, <laughs> which is which is a close second, maybe, for my, my favorite Pokemon in the film, just because it's just like, <laughs> and then it uh, evolves into the Gyarados. And Charizard, by the way, it looks practically adorable when it comes face-to-face with the Gyarados. He goes, oh, fuck. Um, but that that whole the whole the the, the underground club scene is just fantastic. I, I was always a big fan of Gyarados, so that was neat to see him. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna see any evolution, like that that one is the one that I think is honestly is the most iconic evolution I think in all of Pokemon. I think yeah. so. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, yes. Because you got to earn that motherfucker. <laughs> Absolutely, level twenty. <laughs> that's a lot of fucking work. Uh, it's even worse in Pokemon Go. Uh, <laughs> It's only 400 candies. Yeah, sure. Uh, for perspective, Bill, usually 100 is like the most you would get to evolve something in Pokemon Go. But you need 400 fucking candies, which means you got to catch like a bajillion, like over 100 fucking Or just Magikarp. make him your, wa- your walking buddy. And or make him your walking buddy and just get extra candies. But anywho. Um, run a marathon and you'll be good. <laughs> Pretty much. How does it know the difference between you walking and a car? Speed. There's a speed, yeah. It it, 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 it cut, like, walk, like triggers your speed, like how fast you're going. Oh, what about a bicycle? Yeah, if I, if you go over thirty miles an hour, it pops up a little thing on the screen that says, "Are you driving?" No, you, you could do bicycle. Play Pokemon Go while you're driving. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen the uh, like the images of like the people that like have? I, like, it's like in New York City, this like old guy on a bike. He's got like seven hundred phones. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but like twenty <laughs> phones like in the front of his like bicycle, all playing Pokemon Go as he's riding. <laughs> I, I used to get this ad on Facebook, one of those spam ads on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a thing you put your phone in, and it swings your phone back and forth <laughs> like a pendulum. Yeah, exactly. Like it's faking your steps, so Pokemon Go thinks you're walking around. I'm like, how fucking lazy do you have to be? 
I was just thinking, get one of those little, uh, one of those little dog backpacks for Agnes and stick it in there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You get so many steps. She never stops. <laughs> Love that. Uh, um, so we talked about Pokemon characters. What about human characters? What do, how do we feel about the human characters in the story? Um, let's start with the main character of, uh, of Tim Goodman, uh, again, played by Justice Smith. Like, what do you, what do you think about him as our, our main character of the story? He was, it was well acted, certainly. Um, he's a little stereotypical in that he's all like, I'm kind of an orphan and, you know, I, I used to be into this and now I'm not. I'm drugged back into it and mm-hmm. I have like father issues and. Very tropey. Very, very, very he, he is very tropey yeah. of character. Um, not that's necessarily bad, but, you know, if you're looking for things to nitpick, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, Tim starts off kind of stiff mm-hmm. for me. Although, Admittedly, the 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 scene with the Cubone is <laughs> adorable. Uh, oh, and dark. But the so, yeah, but it starts off kind of kind of slow, and then you know once he gets to the apartment and once he meets the Pikachu, it kind of picks up from there. But yeah, towards towards the end of the movie, everybody comes along well enough that that by the end of the movie, you're you're engaged with all with everybody. Yeah, you know who I want to see more of? That friend in that scene with the Cubone. <laughs> like i don't even know who that actor was but like i was into that character i'm like i want a movie about this guy i can kind of feel for that character because that's the kind of <laughs> bullshit thing i do <laughs> that that character's name is jack yes and the actor's name is karan sony has has that person done anything else probably he's imdb I'm on. Well, I'm on uh, Wikipedia. He was in. Oh, he okay. was in Goosebumps. Speaking of Goosebumps, oh, that's he my was way. In, he was potty yes. trained. Yeah. He was in. He was in Deadpool. Learned to spell. Holy shit! He was in Ghostbusters. Deadpool? Wow. Okay. So oh, he's got he, some he, was, he was. He was Dopinder in, in Deadpool. Oh yeah, oh, okay. that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. I knew he looked really familiar. The other thing about Tim that I, I just kind of came back around to thinking he is a pretty good audience surrogate. He was a Pokemon super fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, knows all the things that a Pikachu should do, and then has kind of put it aside and moved on with his life. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. So it's really the, the it really is like the filmmakers are going, you thirty year old Pokemon fan. <laughs> Holy shit! That is so that is so astute. <laughs> no, it totally is. Like, oh yeah, I, no, he's like all the fans our age. Like that's what we grew up with. We we know, of course we know everything about Pikachu. We watched him every morning on on the cart on the cartoon. And oh my god, that's crazy. I love that, Bill. Which is why I'm the jackass friend who knows just enough to make really terrible jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you should catch that Cubone. <laughs> you know a character who I don't like, or I not maybe not don't like, but I think they did not do a good enough job actually developing. That is uh, Lucy's character. <laughs> I feel like she got a little lost in the shuffle. Yeah, she was definitely the the manic pixie dream girl kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if they developed it enough to make that even make that actually work at all. Well, that's not a real great trope to start. No, with. it's not. But like, even if that's what you're aiming for, like it, that trope wasn't. I don't think dealt with well. She was very much the I'm gonna get this story. I'm gonna get this story. I'm gonna get this story. I got this story. Pretty much. Now what? <laughs> yeah, there wasn't. Oh, and, the movie's over. Okay. Yeah, and like they they kind of hint at the kind of relationship ish between those two but like i did not feel any chemistry so you're saying you want a porkin scene i did not want a porkin <laughs> scene no i i didn't want that and but they tried to like kind of make a vague half-assed romance between the two characters and they did a shitty job at it like just don't do it at all honestly it felt it felt more siblings to me i don't know 
though, because like there were there were moments where, like he, the way that he was acting, like you know, he had like, this big crush on her. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like her character. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think maybe we are. It's entirely possible that we just kind of read that crush in there because that's how these movies go. Like, here's the secondary female character don't, who he's all about. Don't be jealous of Lucy because you want to hit it with Tom, okay? <laughs> Tim. 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 The guy from MySpace? Tim. 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 The guy from MySpace. Fucking hell. Um, You know, we haven't talked about the actual, like... The actual, like, villain of this and the Mewtooth stuff all that much. So I guess we should, like, talk about that and then kind of wrap up our final thoughts. Well, are we going to do a, a break card? Oh, shit! This would be a really great place for a break card! Who's that Pokemon? Welcome to the break card. My name is Andy, and you're listening to yet another episode of Tuning Japanese, a podcast where we review all kinds of Japanese anime once again, I want to say thank you so much for hanging out and sticking with us. I know that we lost several weeks there, and I know that this has been something that's happened a few times to us. But really, honestly, this time things just got away. Like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, losing power for a week and people moving and just, just not being able to line things up. It's been rough. Uh, 2020 has been rough in general, so I want to thank you for hanging out. This may be one of my favorite episodes that I've ever done. Uh, you just wait. Don't stop. We're going to finish talking, obviously, about Detective Pikachu, but after we finish talking about Detective Pikachu, uh, Adam and I laugh so much and so hard that we actually literally both start crying. So I am very much looking forward to you listening to that part. If you like our show, you can head over to tuningjapanese.com to listen to all of our episodes that we have uh, for all five seasons and all of our bonus episodes like this one, which is part of our summer viewing. We've got one more summer viewing episode lined up with Yata from my anime podcast, formerly a member of the Questionable Endeavor Network that is no longer around. It's kind of nice to sit down with our friends from the network from back in the day and talk to them about things that we love, like anime. So we're going to be doing uh, an interesting episode. I'm not going to spoil what it will be for next time, but we're going to sit down and record. And that'll be our last summer viewing before we get into Season 6 of Tuning Japanese, which I am very, very much looking forward to. Don't forget about our Patreon at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese, where you can help support the show, get all kinds of bonus content and such. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm going to leave it here so we can get right back into the episode. The sooner I get this done, the sooner I can finish editing it. So have a great day, and we will catch you next time. It's Pikachu! Pikachu! And we're back from the break card. Did you know he farts through the whole break card, Adam? It's awful. I can smell it from here. <laughs> I know. It's... <laughs> I can see his eyes turning brown. That's why I suggest that we do one. <laughs> no, they're just bloodshot from crying. Um, so... <laughs> uh, it's, it, I will, it smells pretty bad. I'm, I'd be crying, too. Oh, Lord Almighty. <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk about the villain of this movie. Um, we have two villains, kind of. We have the obviously aforementioned... Mewtwo that is controlled, right? Like becomes like the 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 power conduit to which the villain will uh, actually be effective because the villain on yeah. its own is not going to be able to be effective without that. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a um, what do you want to say? A, a red herring. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. We're made to believe as the the film kind of went on that he was actually the sympathetic old man used to own like uh, like really be in charge of the business, and then his son was taking over and potentially was the one who was maybe doing these bad experiments and such. 
But then you're right, it is a total red herring. Yeah. The way the way that it's revealed is genius though. It's the first time the first time that I watched it when real Roger falls out of the closet <laughs> and and it's revealed that that it's fake Roger who's actually a ditto and it turns out that <laughs> old man old man Bill Nye is actually the the bad guy who's using that brain scanny thing to 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 become you to mm-hmm. that blew my mind. That was fantastic. <laughs> I I adore that whole thing. It was so good because you don't even think of it. You don't even think about fucking Ditto, and they tease it so perfectly because in the beginning, at the, when they're when they're recording that commercial or whatever the fuck it is, you see the Ditto become the guy who's pushing Bill Nye in the wheelchair, uh-huh. and you don't even th- and you don't even think of it. Yeah, not to toot my own horn here, but uh, I did actually. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like you made that, like, like out that you you didn't see it coming, and I'm like, oh, I know, I remember, I remember talking to Bill about this, and Bill's like, I saw it from like a mile away. Bill's Bill's better than all of us. What <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I'm really good at seeing the end. I called the end of Game of Thrones, so <laughs> that's fair. You did. I don't think everybody dies is that good as that important guess. <laughs> Not everyone dies. I don't. Know. I called who the ki- who who the king was going to be. And then the party I was watching it with yelled at me. <laughs> That's true. Because uh, yeah, because we didn't want you to be right. <laughs> yeah, no, you you kind of you kind of saw through some of that. It sounds like I figured out most of the twists in the movie pretty early. See, and I'm with Adam. Uh, it blew my mind too. Uh, I, <laughs> I I did not see it coming. Uh, I agree with Adam's sentiment too about the ditto. Like that's brilliant. I thought it was cool as hell. Don't get me wrong. That yeah, was one of my favorite no. parts and of the movie. And then the way, the way that they use him in the fight scene. Yes. When when Tim is trying to... Oh, it's great. But now I'm just picturing Bill watching uh, Shawshank Redemption and Andy Dufresne shows up at the prison and Bill just goes, they're walking down a beach. Next movie. <laughs> 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 that That is kind of... Well, um, did you ever see that... What was that movie with uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal and uh, uh, Will Ferrell? Oh, um... With the... Oh, what the fuck's that called? Yeah, the, the, the author. The that's, he's, the, he's the author. Yeah. Well, oh, he's not the author. He's got an author. That's right. Yeah, an author who the main character of all of her books dies, and she's narrating his life. Oh, um, uh, uh, uh it's my my favorite Will Ferrell yes. movie. Horse, it's Horse Noise. That's the name of it. <laughs> it's my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, what is um, that? Jesus. Oh my God. Uh, Stranger than Fiction. Yes, Stranger than Fiction. The aforementioned Will. Him and uh, Lola Lamet showed up at my house. Me and my mom actually had start just started that movie like five minutes into it. Mm-hmm. Strange than fiction. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all right. Uh, they showed up at my house and we started over because it was only about five minutes. And the second like five minutes I watched it, I was like, "Oh, I get it." Well, <laughs> well, no, you don't. Yes, I do. So I took a piece of paper, I wrote the end of the movie on a piece of paper, folded it, and laid it in the middle of the table and said, there. I've either not spoiled it for you, but proven if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. That's a great story. <laughs> yeah, the, the ditto scene in general, you know, you can only get away with that once. Yeah. In, in any of these movies. And you can't, yeah. Like, like that, that, that can't be used again now. That, that, that cannot be used at all. Like everyone's good. Everyone will expect it. But that was done. I agree out of masterfully. That was, that was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. My only issue with the, the plot of the movie is, you know, at the end, we have to get to the whole dad thing. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have the Mewtwo thing 
And then all of a sudden, it's just, everything's gone to shit. And then Mewtwo's just like, okay. And everything goes back to normal so we can move on to the dad thing. Yep. It's just like, but you just, you just, then why did, that was like, mm-hmm. what? I agree. There's a pace, a huge pacing issue at the very end. The, yeah. It, it, there is it's sort just, of a, the do sex machina thing. <laughs> do, do sex machina? Yep. <laughs> uh, hey, so, do, do you guys see the hashtag? Speaking of, Pokemon, the, speaking of Pokemon, <laughs> did you guys see the debacle, the Pokemon debacle with the hashtag? Yes, I saw that. Pokemon uh, sex, I, yeah. Poke, master Pokemon sex. Ma- master sex. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not sure saw, what... I saw it because Bill shared it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they're, um, they, they're promoting... There's a, there's a mobile game called Pokemon Masters. And okay. there, there is a brand new edition called Pokemon Masters EX. Capital E, capital X. But and they, nobody saw that. Somebody, no one saw somebody it. needs to get fired for that. So 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 they made the hash they made the hashtag Pokemon Masters EX, but like they you know, you can put in the hashtag without the caps, like or whatever, yep. like like no yeah, one, no one was course. capitalizing it. Uh and so like it was Master Sex. And <laughs> Pokemon Master Sex. To and be a master Pokemon Master Sex. Do yourself do yourself a favor and get on Twitter at some point, anyone listening, <laughs> and just type in hashtag Pokemon Masters EX and just laugh for an hour. <laughs> I, I'm legitimately scared too. You're right. That's like when when Bret Hart first got on Twitter. <laughs> oh no! And apparently, someone had the name Bret Hart, so he decided to use his middle initial, I guess. Oh no! Which is oh. S. <laughs> <laughs> so he was. So his first Twitter handle was Bret Shart. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> if you want other great wrestling, uh, wrestling facts and news, go check out the Rundown Wrestling Network, <laughs> where Adam does a couple of podcasts that he'll plug at the end of the show. Yes, uh, I will. A couple, please. Putting it lightly. Uh, so I wanna, I want let's let's wrap up our discussion today, Detective Pikachu, with just some final takeaways. Um, if you had to give this thumbs up, thumbs down final sort of messages about it what what are your kind of final thoughts and i'll I'll just go to adam uh solid thumbs up i i really enjoy this movie uh i've watched it i think like three times now a few notes that i wrote down that we didn't get to okay. is there anything more adorable than a pikachu in a car seat i don't think, <laughs> I don't think there is. yes um on a similar note uh, right after the torterra thing when they're trying to bring pikachu back to life mm-hmm. the the bulbasaur fucking adorable yeah, oh, yes, where they're, they're the whole army of Bulbasaur is leading. Oh my god, so adorable. <clears throat> they're so cute. Yes, super super adorable. And my favorite my favorite little scenelet of the entire movie, I think is is Pikachu doing the walk of shame, crying and singing the Pokémon theme song. <laughs> <laughs> that was so enjoyable. I I was crying. I was laughing so hard. So good. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, so so solid thumbs up from you. I love this movie. This is a great movie. That's why I, as soon as I watched it, I was like, "Can I do the episode? You want need a two episode to talk about Pokemon?" <laughs> Bill, as our uh, less enthusiastic Pokemon fan, what, what did you? What's your overall assessment of Detective Pikachu? It was two thumbs up. It was worth every penny I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, behind the scenes. Uh, I gave him my download code that came with the DVD, <laughs> so he could watch the film. No, it was it was good. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I don't know when I'll have occasion to watch it again because I don't know if I'll get nostalgic for Pokemon or if I'll mm-hmm. 
I mean, heck, I say it wrong, right? Pokemon. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. That's fine. I say it like an old person, but <laughs> the pocket monsters. They're gonna get <laughs> you, you, kids. You kids and your Pokemans and your Digimans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was not a waste of time and resources. Uh, I really enjoyed it. My wife enjoyed it. And she had no. She's got no history with Pokemon at all, and she was laughing, enjoyed it. Good. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is kind of wonderful no matter what he does. He's so a fucking national mm-hmm. treasure. And and because I am a sap and have become more of a sap since I became a dad, the scene at the end when they fucking hug and he throws yeah. the ticket in the trash and I'm yeah. just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really that's a super sweet scene. Very heartfelt. I like that too. I was still baffled by old Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. And just and just before they had anybody off, don't at me. <laughs> I know Green Lantern was a shit movie. <laughs> he was still good in it. That's totally fair. I still my favorite one of my favorite lines from Deadpool, the throwaway line from Deadpool. Just don't make the super suit green <laughs> or CG. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, God, that's a movie I need to go back and watch. I, I watched Deadpool alone in a theater at like 2.30 in the afternoon on a Thursday. It was great. <laughs> that sounds like heaven. It was great. That's amazing. My final thoughts. Uh, it's a great movie. Uh, I, I adore it. I've seen it, I think, three about three times now, too. Uh, it's it's very enjoyable. It's the, the Pokemon and the world. It, it just It is absolutely everything I've ever wanted out of a Pokemon media of any kind brought to life. I'm real, actually really honestly, I'm glad they went this route with a Detective Pikachu, like the alternate story. That's more of a detective story rather than a let's try to do a live action. What'd you call it? Seizure cockfighting monsters movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, I would not have enjoyed. I don't think I really would have enjoyed a live action Ash Ketchum. I barely stand an animated Ash Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this was this was perfect. I like the 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 genre was perfect for it. The CGI You're was, telling was me you didn't cry when po- Pikachu used his ET powers to bring Ash back to life? Absolutely, I cried. <laughs> I know you did. I was talking to Bell. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I yelled clear. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, you did. I'm almost positive. Uh, the only thing that I, I wrote down on my notes that we didn't get to was, um, again, there was a lot of little Easter eggs um, that, that were really fun. Not only just oh, like, yeah. catching all the Pokemon on screen, but my favorite Easter egg was at the beginning when uh, the car chase scene with, the, um, with Mewtwo. They pass a road sign, and you literally have to pause it to catch it because it's maybe three or four frames long that you could see it clearly. Uh, but obviously, you see the the, the city sign for um, Rhyme City, but it also lists Indigo Plateau on there, which is the um, where the Elite Four are in the original game. Also listed on there is Mahogany Town, which is part of Johto in Gen Two, which means that Rhyme City is somewhere situated in the lands of the first two games. Because in the first game, you you know, it's it's set in uh, Kanto, uh, the Kanto region. Uh, the second one is set in the Johto. But if you play the second game, Gold and Silver, you actually play through Johto, and then you actually go, I think it's across like some mountains or whatever, and then you end up in Kanto. And it's the only game where you play in two different regions. So you get to play through all the stuff from Kanto that you played from the original. Um, so that means Rhyme City has to be situated somewhere either in one of those two regions or in between those two regions. I think that's fucking cool that they did that. 
Nerd. I am a nerd. I sorry. I just I just <laughs> I nerded everywhere and I'm so sorry. The only other random thought I had was uh mm-hmm. they made good choices with the character design because if you tried to make those more realistic, they would have looked horrific. Oh yeah. <laughs> Even some of the designs already looked hor- horrific when they when they made them into the 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 live action kind of thing. So, but even the ones that made, worked out being cute would not have been. Oh no 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 not at all. Arcanine's police dog is still my favorite. Oh, Arcanine's great. I love Arcanine in general. Like what a great Pokemon. I have one more thing before we before we close. Okay. Like I said, I have the Blu-ray because I am a technology whore, and it has it has an alternate opening on it. Oh, I did. I, did, I have the Blu-ray. And I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's, uh, one of the special features is an alternate opening, and I com- after I, after watching it, I completely understand why they didn't include it. Um, <laughs> so, Tim Tim is asleep at his desk at Wimsmore Insurance Company mm-hmm. when he is awoken by an incoming call. The caller wants life insurance for their Pokemon, which doesn't exist. <laughs> Tim is attempting to explain this when his desk neighbor, whose nameplate says G. Fillmore hangs up the call and invites Tim out for a night on the town for his 21st birthday. Drinks and Pokemon hunting with some ladies. Tim Tim declines because he hates Pokemon, so Fillmore tries to pick up Tim's grandmother. Oh, what? Fillmore, Whoa. Phil, Fillmore is gross. What? Yeah. That is so it was, wild. It got really weird at the end. Now I have to go watch that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Pet insurance is absolutely a thing, though, so that's probably why they cut it. That's true. Because <laughs> they're like, bullshit. But, but, in this world... <laughs> this movie's fake. But in this world, if you're not in Rhyme City, where they're constantly in danger of dying, <laughs> pet insurance would not be probably optimal. It'd be expensive as shit. So you're, you're saying Michael Vick didn't have pet insurance. Oh, fucking hell. Hey, so let's go ahead. <laughs> let's, uh, I've Hold got a, for edit. I've got a surprise before we close up today. Uh, and I'll go through this kind of quickly because we were running a little bit long. Um, but uh, because Adam's on the show, uh, I decided, I wonder if there's trivia questions out there God damn it. about Detective Pikachu. And I think I found the greatest 10-question poke- Detective, Pikachu ch- Detective Pikachu quiz ever. <laughs> are, you, are you ready for this quiz? Fine. Absolutely. This comes. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll link this in the show notes. This comes from quizizz.com. That's Q U I Z I Z Z dot com. Quizjizz.com. Okay. Not quizjizz. Um, by the way, uh, this was uh, from a user a year ago. Their username is 168087 underscore 12435. Alrighty. Can you believe that 12687 underscore 12434 was taken? 12435. <laughs> uh, thank you. This quiz, according to this, is uh, for third to fifth graders. <laughs> has been played 2,267 times. Has a 73% average accuracy. Is listed under the category of fun. Ah. And, and has two likes. <laughs> are, you, are you ready for this quiz? Oh. I am fucking ready for this quiz. Question one. And I will answer based on what you guys, what you both decide is. You have to, you have to come to a consensus, okay? Question one: Who is the strongest Pokemon? Your answer. You too. Pikachu, Psyduck, Mewtwo, or Mew. Is this, well, this is a Detective Pikachu. Movie. This is Detective uh, Pikachu quiz. <laughs> so it's got to be Mewtwo because Mew's not in the movie. I would right. hope so. So Mewtwo is our answer. 
Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, Mewtwo. Show answer. See answers with a free account. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. I'm just going to sign in with Google real quick. God. It's fine. Everything. You guys just vamp. Vamp for me. I got to put my birth date in. They're going to be like, you're too old for this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, slight great. What grade are we in? Uh, we're in. We're, we're in. This is professional development. All right. We are. We're in. Uh, what, like twenty seventh grade? Yes, something like that. All right. Give or so, take. Mewtwo. High bloop. All right, here high blooper sode. Here we go. All right. Correct. Mewtwo's correct. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah. Right. All that build up. Worth it. Questions. <laughs> Question two. What is the most powerful power does Pikachu have? Powerful <laughs> powerful spelled P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-L. What is the most powerful power does Pikachu have? Is it is it <laughs> Is it Debate? Thunderball? Lightning bolt or none of the above? Wait, there's a, why would there be a none of the above? It's debate, like debating. Because they left off his tombstone pile driver. <laughs> Thunderball, lightning bolt, or none of the above. Again, if we're talking about this movie, he doesn't actually do. <laughs> I guess at the end he does, doesn't he? It's true, he does. What's the what answer? is the most powerful power does Pikachu have? <laughs> yes. Which is it? I gotta know. Tell me. Uh, roller. Toboy. Toboy. So none of the above. Bill, um, are you okay with none of the above or you want to go for something else? Was it Thunderbolt? Sure. It was lightning. No, it wasn't. It was debate. <laughs> really? What? <laughs> That's what the quiz says. Because this is the Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie, so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's... find the, I'm gonna find the child that wrote this and poke him in the eye. <laughs> Question three. What is the boy's name of Detective Pikachu? It's not apostrophe S in boys, by the way. Is it Pikachu, Alvin, the odd one sout slash James, or Tim? I think we know who wrote the quiz. <laughs> there are some who call me Tim. <laughs> it's Tim. Good job. Uh, question number four. How many powers does Pikachu have? Is it two, three, one, or a hundred? One debate. <laughs> <laughs> I Is mean, that your if answer? we're including debate. <laughs> Is one your final answer? Sure. It's my final answer. The answer is three. They don't tell you what three, but the answer is three. <laughs> Question five. What kind of Pokemon does the girl it's, have in the movie? It's de- the it's girl. De- it's, it's debate, limp sparky tail, and setting a mime on fire. Those <laughs> Question five is what kind of Pokemon does the girl have in the movie? The, the girl. That's, that's, how me- that's how memorable that character is. This seven-year-old doesn't remember her name <laughs> you know the one girl in the movie <laughs> yes name another girl in the movie there's the there's the reporter the chick in the, the van other... who okay, takes the the who takes tim to to bill nye okay, there's, there's, the doc- there's... there's the doctor lady okay ditto once in a while ditto sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like ditto do ditto just just pick the gender they want 
And there were a bunch of ladies in the in the crowd scene when everybody got turned into their okay, Pokemon. All right. The answers are Mewtwo, Jigglypuff, Psyduck, or Squirtle. Oh no, Squirtle is spelled way weird. S Q. It's got okay. a K. No, no, no. It's not that weird. It's okay. got. It's <laughs> got a. It's got a pound sign in no, it. They just they just typo it. The I and the R are backwards, so it's S Q U R I T L E. Squirtle. <laughs> I love that DJ. <laughs> By the way, Squirtle. Speaking, speaking, speaking of Easter eggs, Jigglypuff, a great Easter egg in the movie. Oh, so good! Singing, singing in the cafe oh, with someone asleep next to them. So <laughs> fucking good. Uh, the answer, of course, is Poseidon. Poseidon. All right. Question six. You think you think old dude ever makes his ditto like turn into like Nicki Minaj or something? <laughs> Probably. As soon as that question started, I'm like, Bill's getting gross. <laughs> I'm not getting gross. I'm just saying the old man probably is. Okay. Yeah. You ever fuck a ditto? <laughs> I I have so many problems with the next with this next question. <laughs> oh good. What okay. I don't get it. What was Mewtwo's name when he was a baby? Was <laughs> <laughs> it still Mewtwo? What <laughs> what are what are the options? The options are Psy. Pika, Mew, or Jiggly? <laughs> well, he's not... I guess... <laughs> I think they're going for Mew, but even I know that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the answer, of course, is Mew. <laughs> no! Oh, God, there's a picture does... of Sonic. Uh... Oh, God. Does, does this, does this <laughs> six-year-old think Mew is a baby Mewtwo? <laughs> I think so. Guys, this next question is really good. Oh no! There's pictures of Sonic. So some of these have pictures. There's a whole bunch of pictures of Sonic. Like uh, uh, this kid's Google search. There's like a tab, like a bunch of tabs, and then there's like pictures of like Sonic from the movie. Was can, the can, people? Can, can, can you can you share screen? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Hang on, give me one second. Let me share this shit. All right, uh, share a Chrome tab. Uh, quiz. All right, here we go. Oh God! All right. Can you guys see this? <laughs> Was the people who made the Sonic movie also made Detective Pikachu? <laughs> Your answers are... <laughs> probably some of them. Prob- Pro- probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. <That's not> right. <laughs> and probably not. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> Some of them, probably, yes, maybe, <laughs> but probably not all of them. Was the people who made the Sonic movie also made Detective Pikachu? <laughs> you gotta screen this shit sometimes, man. <laughs> oh, fuck, I got to. Alright, guys, is Th- it probably... This is like people on the radio not, like, screening their callers and just letting them know. Oh, <laughs> Andrew, I am... I am crying. Um, <laughs> I, have, I have tears. I have legitimate tears as well. Is it probably or probably not? Andrew, yeah. Andrew, my eyes are like twin waterfalls. <laughs> yes, um, there's our reference. <laughs> there we... There's our reference. Which is it? Let's go. Let's go. Prop. Let's go. Yeah, pro I Bailey. Mean, pro yep. Bailey. Okay. Let's say our answers. It's probably. Pro probably. All right. Uh, does Mister Mine talk? <laughs> Mister Mine. No. Yes, of course. Or no, I do it. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the guy who made the quiz is definitely an Idoit, so I think we should call him an Idoit. So it's no, no Idoit, right? Yep. <laughs> it's no Idoit. Okay. Oh, There's two more. Number nine. What kind of Pokemon is Mewtwo? Thunder Pokemon, Stone Pokemon, Psychic Pokemon, Water Pokemon. Ah, uh, yes, the old stone yeah. type. Yeah. <laughs> Again, even I know that's wrong. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. Um, is this kid, like, not <laughs> At least he spelled English? all the words right. <laughs> it's true, he did this time. He didn't put a question mark, but he did... Uh, what, what's our answer here? Psychic Pokemon? It's, it's Psychic Pokemon. All right, last one. Which one is a psychic Pokemon? <laughs> what type of Pokemon is Mewtwo? Which one is a psychic Pokemon? And one of them is Mewtwo. <laughs> and you don't this... Psyduck. Like... <laughs> the answers are, well, Psyduck, to be fair, is not. Golduck is, I think. Psy- Psyduck, Mewtwo, Pikachu, and Charmander. It's Mewtwo. Okay. <laughs> There you go. Uh, oh, you you need to assign that as homework. <laughs> to... I, I'm not gonna lie; I have never laughed this hard in this podcast ever. Oh man, that was fantastic. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, so I, I think you have, but you've always cut it out because uh, usually I, I'm not cutting this out. I promise you, fans, I'm not cutting that out. <sighs> that does it. To click that, I think you need to click that button that says "Report an Issue." <laughs> 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 this kid is fucking stupid. <laughs> All right, uh, that does it. This ch- this quiz author is an idoid. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this was a great time. I had a good time. Um, before we go, first of all, I want to say thank you to our special guest, Adam. Adam, will you regale our audience of where they can find you on the internet? Sure, but before that, when are we doing Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> Since it, was, since it was since it was made by the same people. <laughs> Next summer, I promise we'll do Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I'll watch it by then. I have I have that on Blu-ray too. Okay, fantastic. So yeah, RundownWrestling.com is your home for the Rundown Wrestling Network. I host uh, four podcasts Jesus on that Christ. network. Uh, there is the AEW Rundown, uh, which is every week. Sal and I recap all the goings on in all Elite Wrestling. Uh, I host Nitromania, of course, which both of you have been guests on, mm-hmm. which is me going back and watching WCW, uh, Monday Nitro, and pay-per-views because I never watched it when it was on the first time. Um, there is a new show called Title Subject to Change, which is Sal and I allow the uh, <clears throat> the fate of the randomizer to tell us what we're going to watch on WWE Network. I listened to an episode of that recently, and it is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> which one which one did you listen to? Uh I'm trying to remember what it was a it was a WCW one. Oh, so it was uncensored 95. Yes. Yes. Um and I, I I fucking love that show. That is such a great. I mean, you know, you're amazing and I love Sal. Sal is Sal is fucking great. Like I love Sal. So like that is that was a match made in heaven just that whole show. It's great. Yeah. And uh then lastly, uh returning on uh, September 17th is a spot of NXT because NXT UK is finally coming back. So sweet. Well, uh, thank you so much, Adam, for joining us today on this episode. We really appreciate it. Yes. I've had a blast. You can find me on quizis.com <laughs> as user nine, six, eight, two, four, underscore one, two, four, three, five. 
Oh, God. Let's get out of here, shall we? <laughs> I think we shall. This has been Toonie Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. Insert long inspirational quote here. My name is Andy. NXT, like UKT time. I get it now. I'm Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone I'm secretly a ditto. I'm Adam. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Oh man, I used up my joke for the evening. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on YouTube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to Patreon.com slash Tuning Japanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Seriously, be like these great patrons. Superfan Matt. Brian Nash and Cameron Baer. I know how to use this. <sighs> so, Pikachu? Oh, jeez. Hey, little guy. How did you... Get in here. I know you can't understand me, but put down the stapler or I will electrocute you. Did you just talk? Whoa. Did you just understand me? Wait, 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 wait. That is heavy eye contact right there. You heard me. No, no, yes, you did. Oh stop, my stop, God, this stop. is amazing. Stop. You can understand stop. me. Stop. I've been so lonely. I'm gonna throw out. No, kid, I need your help. I'm gonna throw out. I'm in serious no, trouble. I need you to listen. No, 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 no. Excuse me. Hey, Pop, no, 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 we're having no, 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 a private no, 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 conversation no. here, please. Stop talking. You're a hallucination. You're a hallucination. You out. Shoot. I tread lightly there, Chief. That 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 A Pom don't look right. Get off him, whack job. Get up, kid. He's coming back around. Okay, here's what you want to do. Okay, you want to bite him. You want to scream. We're playing charades. We're not playing charades. Okay, I'm going to get a knife. Get the knife! Okay, bad idea with a knife. I'll find something else. Eat this! You are so welcome. He's just a hungry little guy. Oh, my God!